Hello everyone, it's Nikki Hartel and I'm here with Nadine Chironio. It's our Divine by Design podcast. It is the beginning of April 2019 and today's podcast is all about April and what is happening astrologically and Nadine is going to run us through the month of April, correct? Correct. All the lots of things happening in April. <laughs> yay. Yay. Hello, everybody. Well, yeah. I hope it's a yay. <laughs> it is a yay, but it's quite a month. Um, yeah, it's quite a month, and I just want to stress again that every aspect that I mention will not necessarily, obviously, affect everybody the same way. Um, it's just nice to know this information so that if you do feel it, you know how to channel it or you know why you're feeling this way and it doesn't become overwhelming. Okay, so let's hop right in. Where do we start? We are starting today, the 5th, which is the new moon. So today is our new moon. It's obviously in Aries. The full moon would always be in the opposite, so this month's full moon would be in Libra. Yeah, that's just a little astrology aside. Yes, I was going to say it's not obvious for all of us, <laughs> <Yeah>. like me. <laughs> okay, so traditionally, and well, always, new moons are the time when we set our intention. Okay, when it's full moon, the moon is literally full of everything that you've done, and then it's time to give away what no longer serves you out of what you've done. But the oh. new moon is dark, we don't see it, there's so much potential, there's so much possibility. This is when we harness what we want, so that as the moon waxes again, we are building and building and I building. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> right, so now, okay, there you go. Um, new moon in Aries, I think last month I also said, oh, it's going to be a big one, but this one is a big, big one. <laughs> it was last month's full moon, which was the last super moon. But the reason why today's new moon is so big, and I must just also put out there that I am extremely emotional, so please, if I do get a little bit, please forgive me. <laughs> and I'll tell you why as well. So in astrology, whenever you have a new moon or anything, Venus entering Aries or whatever, you, go, you can go to your own natal chart and you check where it is in your natal chart and how it will affect you personally. Okay. So this new moon is in Aries and falls in 15 degrees of Aries and I have a natal Aries moon which is 16 degrees and my south node is 14 degrees so it's smack in the middle and it's really, really affecting me. <laughs> um, which is good, very good. It's very, very personal transformation for me. Um, very big possibilities. So what we want to do tonight, possibly, if you can, right up until the next four or five days, but tonight will be the, the most potent, or today, is you want, to, um, you want to set your intentions about around new things, how you can bring new things into certain areas of your life, okay? I know the areas for me would be, because it's my moon and my south node, it would be breaking free from certain emotions um, and having learned through past things. So south node is always past. Okay, just to give you an example. Uh, and there's transformation because of a Pluto placement, which opposes the north node. I'm, I'm trying not to be too technical here. <laughs> Pluto is all about transformation. Pluto, you, you can't help it. Um, it. It blows stuff out of the water. It says, you're taking too long doing this. Let me just give you a little clap. Okay. So what you're saying is that we, in, in whatever or however it happens, we will be going through transformation. Yeah. Okay. Wherever it falls in your chart, you will be transforming. So that part you can't really miss. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, or you, it, you, won't, you won't not transform, let's put it like that. It, it becomes also about how aware you are of that. Because often people are transforming and they don't realize. Right. Or they block it because it hurts. Then the, the transformation just takes longer and might be more painful. And comes around again, exactly. Right. right. The exactly. more aware we are and the more in touch we are, the more we can move through that. We can that. use that. Yes. yes exactly. Okay. Which is exactly why we do new moon rituals and full moon rituals because we are solidifying and really bringing that into our consciousness so Aries is all about fire Aries is our first sign so it's our first new moon of the astrological new year 
So expect a lot of busyness in the next few days, even if it's just in your mind. <laughs> um, but this is actually said to be one of the best times of the year, this particular new moon. Okay, Aries is the baby, so it's all about new things. It's strong-willed. Um, it wants to start new projects. If you, I mean, I know you're busy with a beautiful new project, so this would really be the time to get that planning going, to dream about it, to put your effort in, and then give it away. Okay. Yes. Um, which is which is important, I think, for people to understand what that means, mm -hmm. because so often we plan and we have these beautiful dreams, and then we hold on too tightly. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yesterday, as you know, I did that let go and surrender process in the Heal, Pray, Love community. And funny enough, when you mentioned fire now, for the first time I had I brought fire into the okay. into the visualization. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. But one of the things that I spoke about was how you have to let your dreams go. Mm. So and it doesn't mean that you don't dream and it doesn't mean that you don't plan and it doesn't mean that you don't get excited about what's coming. You do all of that, but you just don't hold on mm. to it too tightly. Mm. So tonight you're saying we need to Perhaps write down Definitely what our intentions down. are. Definitely and then write down. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because it's also. Well, you see, every new moon you need to take into consideration what sign it's in. So, with it being in Aries, you want to be a little bit forceful. Okay. Because that is Aries. You want to bring fire into it and motion and okay. movement because that is Aries. For example, on a Pisces new moon, you, you want to dream. There's right. no action involved because Pisces dreams and it's the unseen and it's the spiritual, it's the inner. Aries is in your face, out there. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> okay. The difference though is that Aries, and I know this in my own life, is that we are brilliant at coming up with new ideas and starting them, but our follow through completely sucks and the reason for that is that we're on to the next thing you know? right there's this excitement but we're not look we can train ourselves obviously so this is also not set in stone but this is Aries energy we start something we get fired up we're excited but then we actually need to delegate because we know soon enough there's going to be another thing that we are either going to want to add to this project um, or it just becomes a complete new project so that's another reason why you want to really set intentions in an Aries moon because you have that starting fire, but you want to also write your list off to do so that you remember that so you can okay. carry it through. Okay. Um, it's also impatient. So I know I've said probably every month that we've been doing our part or every episode of our podcast, I mentioned to be kind. <laughs> yes. But especially now because Aries, we are in a short tempered time. Okay. Aries is. If you know any Aries people, you'll know they get angry quickly and it's over quickly. Okay. Okay. It's not sustained for a long time, but it, it happens, happens right now. It's a blurb. <laughs> so you might be feeling frustrated with people that are working for you, or you're frustrated maybe that something isn't happening fast enough. You just want to breathe through that. Okay. You don't want to, you don't want to just give it away. You want to carry on with it. Right. But, but maybe just, um, you know, not aggressively. Yes. So yeah, beautiful new moon for many, many reasons. Um, the other thing that is nice about it is the fact that we have a a Pluto, as I mentioned, the Pluto opposite the true true North Node. So that in itself is not necessarily a, a particularly easy placement, but because it's it really runs, it, it happened yesterday, so it really runs with this Aries full moon. Is that the Aries full, uh, sorry new moon? It'll actually lighten that. Okay, so Pluto is like because I said, Pluto is a bit it's more heavy. lighthearted. Oh, heavy. No, Aries is Aries is the lighthearted one. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Pluto is heavy, it really is, but heavy with a reason. Um, yeah, it, it just, it just, it takes us there if we if we're taking too long. That's okay. The kind of thing. So it's um, like we'll get a little push. We'll get a little push, which might not feel very nice. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. And because it's next to our south node, so it's conjunct our south node, meaning it's opposite our north node. So what that means in a nutshell is you might find that past things come up for you. Perhaps it's linked to a past friendship and an idea from that time comes through. Or um, it might be that friendships end because it's now a new time. So it's that kind of transformation. When you have a Pluto placement like this, you really have to surrender. That's really all you can do. You have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> all you know is it's going to happen. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so if anyone's listening to this, they can just take comfort. If they're listening to this and they feel like 
there's a lot of change and a lot of transformation and it's difficult mm. that it's just to breathe through it and right. surrender right. and you're not alone you're definitely not alone definitely not alone i have been uh, crying a lot this morning so <laughs> you're definitely not alone. we're not gonna cry again <laughs> Oh, Not funny. for the next but 10 I, minutes. No, no, but I mention it because I'm a real person. So I, yes. I just want to put it into perspective for other people because um, I've, I've become aware lately and I've been aware of it for a while. But, you know, there's often these people that are putting themselves out there in the world and they, I'm so perfect, you know, yes. I've retired my husband and I'm, and really, that's, yeah. <laughs> if you could see me right now, yeah. I'm rolling my Yeah, eyes. if you could see Nikki right now, that is true. Um, <laughs> Because you know what, I'm an astrologer and I know a lot about the subject and I'm able to tell you what energies to look out for, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I successfully traverse through those myself either, which is why I'm happily saying that I've been very emotional today. And we are, we are all in these physical bodies and mm -hmm. going through the physical experience and there mm -hmm. are ups and downs. Absolutely. I mean, for myself as well, it's a continual Mm. up and down in fact it's never ending right and it probably never will no, end because it, it always comes back around we just realize that we've grown and we look at things differently now um so yes that was very much an aries conversation we just had okay <laughs> okay tick tick <laughs> okay we see how this works oh okay so oh great let's move on that's aries okay <laughs> so expect that for the next week or so and really embrace that because things happen fast now and that's what we want okay when we are wanting things to start um, we obviously want them to be quick, otherwise we can lose that spark completely. And with a Pluto opposition at the moment, it really means that what we start now can really be long-lasting. Um, Pluto doesn't mess around. There's, you know, Aries will be more, you know, frivolous and playful and funny and make jokes. Pluto is very serious. So we we have this sort of ability now to there's also Saturn at play so I'm just going to bring this in I, I know I keep mentioning the, the planets maybe I don't need to but there's a seriousness to this which helps us in other words what you plan now you can put into action okay whereas with like I said with Aries you need to delegate it doesn't always uh, stick through but Saturn is the worker he's the taskmaster so um, and also with Capricorn, Saturn being in Capricorn this year, that's exactly what you're called to do, is to work hard on your dreams. Okay? So if your dream now, this month, or if you're finding that there's a new thing that you're able to bring into the world and that's really something you're passionate about, really use this energy that Saturn is bringing as well to be able to work hard and seriously on it. Saturn is always serious. <laughs> so if, I mean, like for me, I can definitely, definitely relate to having lots of ideas and uh, not following through. So if I were to come up with an idea now, what you're saying is do it mm. and see it through. It's Absolutely. Because, because of the energies, it's a good time to do it Very. because you've got the Pluto and the Saturn that's going to push you through and help you actually do the hard work and follow through. And, you've got, the air, yeah, and you've got the Aries, which is full of energy okay. and, and ready. I'm at the ready. I'm so don't let the fear stop you or don't let any past experiences of perhaps not following through. Right, exactly. Um, you know, have faith in your ability. Make the commitment mm -hmm. that this is really what you want to do Definitely. and do it. Well, that's it. Make sure it is really what you want yes. to do. Definitely. Um, but yes, then do it. You know, I found out about somebody passing away um, this morning, and he was really young, 25. And, and even though I understand, you know, the fact that we're souls and we're going to pass over, it really just struck home again as to how short life really is, you know. So, yes, fear is a big thing in all of our lives, but life is so valuable and so miraculous and so precious. And I really want to stress that even if you're afraid to start a new project, even if you don't feel worth it, then bring people in that can carry you during this time. Bring people in that can type the copy if you're not getting the copyright. Okay. <laughs> Points finger itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get somebody to help you design something. Get somebody to help you make the phone calls if you know that you're not good at that. Really push now. Push, push, push for what you really want. Um, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you're in an office job and you aren't necessarily happy and you might have an idea, but you don't know, am I really? Explore it, explore it, explore it. It is so ripe for 
for you to really come into your own power. That's beautiful. And exploring it could literally just be having fun. Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's Elizabeth Gil Gilbert in Big Magic, and she talks about just follow your curiosity. Mm. And I think that's so beautiful because sometimes we can take ourselves so seriously. Definitely. Like, oh my word, I have to find out what my one big purpose is in life. Mm. And if you're sitting in an office job and you think, oh my God, well, if I'm going to mm. leave this job, then it needs to be for something really major. And it doesn't. It can just be, I've had this idea mm -hmm. and I'm going to research it and exactly. I'm going to have fun researching it and see where it takes you. Well, that's the other thing is it could, you could become a millionaire because of that one idea. Could be. And also you could avoid regret because potentially you do go and research that and then you realize, oh, you know what, I actually don't want to do that. Yes. Whereas, uh, you know, potentially you could be 80 and think, oh, what if I had just done that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I really, 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 really want to again stress that it's ripe. It is ripe, ripe, ripe for you to go out there and be bold. And really also if you're being bold, is speaking to one stranger a day as opposed to creating a new empire, then that's wonderful. Mm. I don't want people to think that they have to, you know, become these empires and, and create these. That's not it. Bold in your own bold. Okay? Yes. Um, yeah. Literally, I mean, you see things on Facebook feeds all the time. Dream big. Live your best life. And our best lives are not the same as each other's. No, definitely not. Okay. In fact, the, the most, uh, I would imagine that, it's really just about being true to you exactly. and that's your best life. Exactly. 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 So exactly. Getting yes. in touch with your own magic and then yeah. shining that magic out into the world. Mm. And for some people it's literally dealing with millions of people and for others it's dealing with hundreds and for others it's dealing with cats. Cats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then another lovely thing which helps us with this is that on the 10th of um, April... Jupiter goes stations retrograde. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly break down what that means because it can be quite a confusing term. Yes, sounds like a movie title. Yeah, and we, and we all know Mercury retrograde, but I'm still actually not sure if people know what a retrograde actually is. All it means is if we were tonight to look through a telescope into the night sky and look at Jupiter, it would appear to our eye that it is uh, spinning the wrong way okay. as to what it normally would. That's all it means. Obviously, it isn't spinning the wrong way. It couldn't do that. Um, so what's happening energetically? Yes, I'm about to tell you. But that is that would be the physical aspect. If okay. you say Jupiter's retrograde, it just means if I look at it, it, it looks, looks like it's spinning, like it's going the, the wrong it's way. it's not spinning the wrong way. It's no. still spinning the right way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> okay, and then what that means is always a really beautiful time to reflect. Okay. Inwards, any retrograde, any planet that retrogrades, that's first and foremost what it asks you to do. Stop what you're doing, look inside. And then you look at what planet that is and what does it rule, and then that would be the area that you would go into. Okay, so Jupiter, ah, oh, magical Jupiter. Always in a good mood. Love Jupiter. <laughs> Jupiter brings us our gifts in our chart. It would be our strengths. We would look at Jupiter to see what we are strong at and good at and what we can really carry other people with. And so when Jupiter retrogrades, we are asked to look, to re-look at our values. Jupiter rules philosophy, our values, um, our strengths. Yeah, but we don't always know what our strengths are. Yeah. And when we re-look our values, that's how we find those. Uh -huh. And also it rules travel, um, foreign cultures. Okay. So we want to re-look at our values. We want to make sure that they're aligned and if they are not aligned, we want to start making the necessary changes. Traditionally, with retrogrades, the energy becomes a bit slower in that area. So like a Pluto retrograde, which we have <laughs> at the end of this month, we start going into that. Um, we will feel things slow down. Okay, So with Mercury retrograde, we feel it in our communications, in our computers, in all that sort of thing. With Jupiter, we might feel... I don't want to say confused, but we might find our thoughts just naturally veering towards, is this working for me? What is my belief okay, around start this? Start questioning things. Exactly. That's exactly what you want to do. And you want to jot it down as well, especially with this beautiful new moon. Because if you're setting intentions tonight, you want to re-look, excuse me, in five days' time, you want to start re-looking, making sure, is this really what I want? Is this in alignment with me? And you'll probably find that you'll change those plans a little bit, but they'll become more and more and more authentic. Okay. So that's brilliant. 
On the 17th, Mercury enters Aries, and really, this is almost personally my favorite time of the year because Mercury in Pisces has really bowled me over. <laughs> and it's been long. Mercury in Pisces has been long. It's been almost two months. And what that has meant for us, which I did do it, we, we did chat about, is that communication becomes, and I can even feel with you at the moment doing this podcast, I'm wondering if I'm speaking clearly enough. I'm wondering if I'm saying what I want to say. There's that feeling of, you know, you might, you might leave a conversation and think, did I say anything I want, everything I wanted to say? Or you might feel that I don't really know how to express myself to you. I've got all these things I want I to think say. I you're but expressing yourself perfectly. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I have noticed what a poster child I am for the astrology I speak of often. <laughs> like breaking my ankle last year. I was like, <laughs> flag over here. So when we have Mercury moving into Aries, which will happen on the 17th. Oh boy. We're becoming... Sorry, we were just interrupted there. My phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize that my phone ringing would actually interrupt the podcast. So Nadine, you were telling us about... Yes, that Mercury has just entered Aries and I'm very happy I am about that. And I'll give you an example of why, because I just spoke about Jupiter retrograde and forgot to mention that it's going to be about four months long. <laughs> Oh, right. Which is a very important thing to mention with a Jupiter retrograde. Yes. So we have four months now to really, really look and reassess. It's not a matter of, okay, I've got to do it today. You know, okay. We've got a few months. Um, okay, so Mercury in Aries. Mercury is all about our communication, how we talk to each other, how we think, how we're able to get those thoughts onto paper, into the world. Okay, so I was just saying that Pisces, obviously quite dreamy, um, but Aries becomes very clear. Very clear. And it's also like firecracker energy. Um, so when is this happening? This is happening on the 17th. Okay. And it's just, I just want to give you an example. I am Aries rising and Aries moon. That might mean absolutely nothing to, to a lot of you. But if you, I mean, you know me well. And so you know that at times I speak very fast. Or I almost roll over my words. That's very much Aries energy. It's fast. Whereas Pisces was dreamy, <laughs> which is me, and didn't need the words, you know. We, and sometimes the words aren't even there. It's not even written in the language that I want to tell you. Aries knows exactly what it wants to say. Beautiful. So we can tap into that. We can tap into that, especially with this new moon. So yes, we can tap into that. Aries energy is beautiful to write in because it can just carry on and on and on. So and it's on a beautiful day to do a blog or. Yeah. Right, the do 17th. a podcast or something like that. Yeah, and the next month from the 17th. Okay. Um, it's, it, Pisces hangs around for a while, the Mercury in Pisces. Aries is a bit longer than a month, but it will be the whole time. But again, watch out for irritation, frustration, losing it with people around you. That is just part and parcel of Aries. So if you want to remember what, me saying that, relate Aries to a baby. Um, the astrology is... Because a baby communicates what it wants very clearly, actually. And right now, I want it now. Yes. If I'm hungry, I'm going to cry until you give me what I want. Uh, if I am frustrated, I'm going to... Exactly. It wants it now. <laughs> you can't leave the baby in the room and it, yeah, you're going to go and tend to it. But the beautiful, beautiful thing about Aries is that it's super creative energy. It, and it's super sensitive energy. And it's, it's so well-meaning. You know, people... Very often, the first thing astrologers will say about Aries is that it's selfish. And yes, it is. Because babies, if you think about it again, are selfish. They have no idea that mom's tired and needs a shower. But also, they're so in touch with what it is that they want. Exactly. This is exactly what I'm trying to get to. So, I think that humans could... We would all do a bit better by being a bit more selfish. It will actually translate better into the world because we will have a better idea of what we want. We're all taught to live these selfless lives, you know. I read a, a, a blog or something the other day and it said uh, it changed the word selfish to sell full. Ah, lovely. Which I thought was lovely yeah, because yeah. it's not being selfish, right. it's filling, right. filling yourself up. That's it. Yeah, selfish, I mean, selfish does have negative connotations. Certainly there are people that have no regard for others and that's not the kind of selfishness we're talking about here because that is wrong and change yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but the beautiful we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna really focus on the beautiful energy of Aries because it's it's um it's a force it's a force to be reckoned with 
So it's creative, it's caring, it's, you know, it's selfish in the sense that, oh, I want to create this, but there's always in the back of that, how does it affect my family? How is this taking the people I love forward? It's not truly selfish because you're doing it for those people that you love. Okay. So Mercury in Aries, beautiful time. Just be aware of just slowing down a little bit. Um, and if you're talking to somebody, remember that you might have a very clear idea of what you're doing, but that but person they, might not. So okay. just be patient. Okay. Um, and patience, we, you know, it's learned. We need to learn patience. So this is a beautiful month to be aware of how to learn to be patient. Some people are amazingly patient. Other people like me, not so much. So I have really started learning how to become patient. All right. Then two days after that, on the 19th, we've got our full moon in Libra. And this is the second full moon in Libra, which is very rare. Normally our full moons are on every single sign. So um, in the 12 months, we'll have a full moon in every sign. Libra gets two this year because last month's full moon was also in Libra. It was right okay. at the end of the month. Okay. So again, um, Libra, all about relationships, partnering, not necessarily love relationships. Okay. Partnering. That's what I really rather should say. Um, and full moon is about letting go. Yes. So, so full moon would have been the culmination of everything you've been working on this month. And then, um, so did I say new moon? New moon? Full moon. Full moon. Sorry, it's full moon. And then at the full moon of the next month, which would be now, we want to give away what we've realized doesn't serve us anymore. Which will be on the 19th. That's the 19th, yeah. And it's in connection Le to relationships. Yes. Or yes. partnerships. And balance finding balance within relationships and partnerships but really I want to stress as well for this one you want to find balance within yourself okay because it's in Aries so here's an example of how it works like I was saying earlier full moon is always opposite to the sign that it's in uh, if people don't understand what that means if when I plot a wheel it's round the chart is round and so we have opposites on there okay and so a new moon and a full moon will always go together with their opposites Okay. And Aries is all about self. It's the first house. It's how do I fit into the world? How do I feed my ego? How do I belong here? What do I bring to the table? Libra is how does my existence impact the partnerships I'm having? What do I bring to the table for, their, for everybody? How do I balance this? Um, how do I create harmony within this? Very much Libra is all about harmony. It's very seldom that you'll find an aggressive Libra. They'd have to have some very weird placement. They really would rather avoid a fight. They want beauty, harmony. They're ruled by Venus. It's all about love, pretty things in my house, <laughs> pretty earrings in my ears, that sort of thing. Okay, so it's about bringing in beauty, harmony. However, I really want to stress also to make sure that you're doing that for yourself because we all have a relationship with ourselves and often we forget that yes that i'm learning the whole time that means i have to have a relationship with myself to check in with myself how am i doing with this subject how far am i with this thing it's not always playing outwards also with this full moon again I, and i said it last month too with the um with the rituals that i sent out to my sideline sisters is within your own relationship what kind of balance is there and so taking it further from that, if it is not a balanced relationship, how am I going to A, either balance it, bring it back to a balance, which means you'll level up, which is always beautiful, or is it time for me rather really to get out of this relationship? And if that is the case, to really bring kindness into that, because Libra is all about that. Really, really pick those fruits that Libra brings you, the harmony, the beauty. And remember that ending relationships they are painful, absolutely they're painful, but the potential beauty that that can bring mm. as well, because and you could harmony. be stinting, exactly, you could, it's not stinting, stunting, what's the word? Stunting? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, both you and your partner's growth yes. are trying to hold on to something, trying to make it work, and, and then we both are potentially losing the beauty of what we could have not in a partnership. Great. Um, moving on, Sun enters Taurus on the 20th, so that's the very next day. So a nice intention that you could set on the full moon would be how do I move forward becoming practical? Because our Taurus people, they are so super practical. So, so practical. They are hard workers. They are also ruled by Venus. They are all about financial security. So that would be, what's the word? Uh, material Materialism. Um, how am I looking after myself? Am I supported financially? It rules nature. It rules 
So if you're the type of person who is maybe not naturally uh, practical, into me again, <laughs> it would be a good time on the 20th and around the full moon mm -hmm. to start maybe introducing so first of all becoming aware of how can you be more practical yeah so maybe and then to start doing it because it'll exactly. that'll be the best time to do it absolutely to try and do it before well you could but, you can but this you is could a do great, it any time the, the channel there is open it's, so it becomes easier yes. to, okay. to flow so if you're wanting yes. to be more practical then right the 20th and onwards exactly. is a good time but this is exactly why i love these monthly overviews because like i said earlier it's not set in stone and you obviously can change your relationship with anyone at any point absolutely. but when you have the moments where those channels are really open Gosh, it, it helps. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everything you're saying, we can do at any time. So yes. we can surrender and let go at any time. Mm -hmm. We can focus in on our relationships at any time. On becoming more practical. On, on yes. Lots of things. But when you're aware of, of what you're telling us in a week, having this insight, mm -hmm. which is why we call it the monthly insight mm -hmm. <laughs> um, session, then you're able to leverage off it. That's right. Exactly. And, and that's exactly why we have this information and yes. this knowledge. Yes. So you can, if you do a full moon ritual, you can, you can, sorry, add to it the, the fact that sun enters Taurus the very next day on the 20th. So you could start maybe looking at how can you plan better, you know, maybe go out and buy yourself an organizer or a planner or a... Yes, um, okay. And again, if you need help with that, ask. This is a really a time to bring people into your space that you can be open and vulnerable with. We really need to become vulnerable because we are dealing with energies that are heavy. Um, heavy in good ways, heavy in bad ways. But if we're trying to do these things on our own, I'm not saying it's not going to work. There are many loners in the world. And potentially, I'm one of them too. I'm what are they? Ambivert. You are not a loner. <laughs> Moving but right I love along. My, I love my alone time. But I, I can ask for help. And I yes. should ask for help. And so that's the beauty also of what this month brings us. Because, and oh, there's another reason for bringing that up. Because Aries is alone. Aries wants to do everything on its own. Okay. Aries is the leader. I don't want to ask for help. I can do this. Okay. We don't have to be like that. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so that sun enters Taurus. Taurus, I love Taurus. Taurus is a beautiful time. And it's also a good time this month to, wow, guys, plan. Really plan this month because Uranus is in Taurus. I've done many talks on the extreme way our life is changing with Uranus in Taurus, okay? So look, relook your budget. Relook how you are saving your money, how you are banking. Relook how am I treating nature. Relook how am I treating my body. What kind of food am I putting into it? Taurus is all about that. And it's also a very comfortable sign. So get yourself comfortable. If you've been saving and saving and saving, do you know what you're saving for? If you don't, buy yourself a new couch. Get comfortable. Okay? Okay. Become comfortable with yourself and in your life. Also on the 20th, because, you know, we can't have it that easy, <laughs> although this is not difficult at all, but Venus will enter Aries. Okay, so when Venus enters Aries, it becomes, I don't want to say frantic love, <laughs> Ooh. but it's kind of speeded up. So Aries, we just want things fast, fast, fast. Okay, and Venus is all about how do I want to be loved? What do I need to, to make myself feel that? So when it's in Aries, it wants to... Be loved quickly. <laughs> Quickies in the kitchen. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's kind of forceful. Look, Aries energy is forceful. Um, so you, you, if, you, if you are somebody who has a natural or a natal Venus in Aries, then when you flirt with somebody, everybody knows you're flirting. Okay. It's not subtle. Okay. You're going to khoi those urchis and you're going to probably go, <laughs> you're one step away from telling the person, I'm interested in you. Right. That kind of thing. So be bold this month with love. Phone somebody, or phone your husband or whatever. Have a little rendezvous in a little... Buy some new lingerie. Exactly. Which will come off quickly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Venus would naturally be... Like Taurus, Venus and Taurus, that's exalted because it's all about pleasure. I want massages. I want my candle at bars. I want to eat good food with you. Okay. Venus and Aries, I don't really care about that. I just want to be with you. I don't mean, I don't mean like no, that. I, know what you I just mean... mean Let's go and explore together. Yes. Who cares about having a meal? Yes. It's, it's like it's exploring and fast and adventure. The relationship and will it'll just it'll get a little boost. Yes. A little boost. Yes. You know, if you've been complacent with each other, now's the time to spark it. Okay. Okay. Um, and that again also is for a for a plus minus a month. 
Um, and even with yourself again, go on a little adventure. You know, pack pack your family up and go away for the weekend. Just swim my net. Yes. Or if you are not in a financial position to do that, then go and sit in the park and have a little play. Or, you know, climb a tree. Just be fun. Be Not be fun. <laughs> have fun. Yes. Um, and really play. Again, related back to baby. When babies are happy, they're super happy. Nothing. There's it's nothing true. else exists except this mm. love they're that's so coming from their belly. The and they're so there, right there. I mean, if you think back, if anybody has children, remember how the tiniest, weirdest things would set your child off in that bubbly laugh, and then you could do it over and over yeah. and over <laughs> and over and over. <laughs> so that's what it's all about. Um, and it's also, if you're doing it within your relationship to spark your relationship, have a look at how it's affecting you. Have a look at that spring in your step that you develop. Okay. So okay. as much as it's always about other people, it's really always about ourselves. Okay. All right. Now we have two retrogrades. And I say, all right. Because these <laughs> affected me big time last year. And I mean big time. But in that period, we had about six or seven retrograde. So this month, we have three retrogrades starting. That's quite intense. Um, so the... 24th, we have Pluto going into retrograde, and that will be stationing retrograde until the 2nd of October. Okay. So, yes, be aware of, um, of your secrets coming out, is maybe the quickest way to say it. Pluto looks, it shines the light on all the things you don't want people to see. Okay, that's the, what's that lovely, well, that well-known saying, the skeletons in your closet, okay. So... Pluto rules Scorpio, and if anybody knows a Scorpio, they'll know immediately that they're intense, yes. <laughs> and they're penetrating, and they want to know really what's in there. How are you today? No, Nikki, no, 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 how are you really? <laughs> okay, how many times am I asking you, how are you really? <laughs> um, because I'm a Scorpio sun, so that would be, and Mercury, so, and a whole lot of other things. Anyway, I digress. Which is very Aries energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Pluto, Pluto retrograde. retrograde. Pluto wants you now to look at the things that you don't want to look at. Okay. E so everything. how do you work with that? If you do have skeletons in your closet. No, not if you do. You do. Okay. So <laughs> if you have many skeletons in your closet. <laughs> you become very honest. You become very, very honest. You sit alone and you meditate, and if that's what you do, or you listen to music, or however it is that you become silent with yourself, and you look at it, and you start to realize how the things that you don't like about yourselves are the things that you skirt over. Yes, we all have, I mean, we all have insecurities, but those are not necessarily what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm talking about the thoughts we have that we might think are dark, or... I mean, I'm talking about intense things like, uncomfortable things like perhaps you have a friend, okay, I mean, this is, I'm just trying to think maybe, of examples. Maybe like, um, I think a lot of times we, I don't want to say we're living a lie, but we're so... We surface, we yes. surface So for, for example, you could have married someone and you are not admitting that this marriage is or this person is the right person for you so it's getting real about things like that about how you really do feel about yeah it's so funny that you mentioned marriage because the example i was just about to say is that maybe you're married and you have a very good friend and you find yourself in love with your husband ah uh you start looking at that because it, you might not actually be in love so with that person get real exactly you might not actually be in love with that person but you might not be happy in your relationship and this is why you're falling in love with people okay, okay. It's that kind of thing um, it's the real things like why do I wake up in the morning knowing what I should do and I don't do it and so therefore I keep myself back and then I start blaming things around me and then it just becomes like what the hell instead of just going get up do what you must do because the rewards are great so Pluto is going to ask you to really really clean out your cupboards really really and do it honestly and do it kindly with yourself because we become so hard on ourselves. This is why we don't go there. Because but there's a balance though because to truly clean out your cupboards and to get really honest with yourself, you kind of have to take responsibility. Mm -hmm. You can't... Uh, I mean, I've done it myself and I see many other people you know, blaming circumstances or blaming people or situations yeah. for their own depression or mm -hmm. their own state of being. Um, well, I'm like this because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is that you have to take responsibility for your own life, 
Mm. And it's in taking responsibility that you can clean out your cupboard. So yes, you have to be kind, and but how, you also have... Sometimes being honest is hard. Well, that's why you have to be kind with yourself so that you can actually do it. Okay. Otherwise, you might just go... Which is what you kind of always and do. And then keep your blinkers on and keep, carry on moving. Exactly, exactly. So be kind to yourself, but go in there. Okay. Um, last year when we had Pluto retrograde, and it was funny because we... Actually, it wasn't funny. It was anything but funny. <laughs> but... Because we have Saturn retrograding this month as well, okay? And those two were also retrograding last year and with a whole host of other... I mean, when I broke my ankle, there were seven planets in retrograde, okay? But um, what am I trying to say? Pluto retrograde is... If I look back at last year, what happened, and if you even think back, what, what was happening at the beginning of August last year, the end of July? If you can remember, if you make notes in your journal, go back and look, what was coming up for you? Because things would have been coming up for you. So, if I remember where I was, I was very much blaming, very much. Oh, I can't do this because of financial situation, and, because fin and, and it's because of that, and, and no, no, no. But here's the beautiful thing. Okay, so Pluto and Saturn just whacked the crap out of me, <laughs> okay. Physically, um, even with you, you became ill. Yes, I did. And, and so you were forced to really and look I'm at why. And I'm not getting ill on the 24th. Of no, April. And you know why? Because you've really looked at why and you've really been able to move through that. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to bring it to. And that's where, and this is something that I'm really starting to work with a lot in my consultations with my clients is self-awareness. The more self-aware you can become, and that's how you become um, responsible for yourself because it's all fine and well. I mean, I even did a talk with you last year where we did the Masterful Maven and I was talking about taking responsibility for myself and how oh, I'd learned to do that. Meanwhile, I wasn't taking a single ounce of actual responsibility for myself because I had just done the surface work. Yes. But when you start becoming self-aware, you realize why do I feel that I can blame this? Because if I was really aware enough and being responsible, I wouldn't be in the situation. There wouldn't be the financial stress and the other stress and the blaming this person and the feeling that that's the reason. Because I wouldn't have gone that far into those dark situations. So it's a, I mean, I love Pluto. It, it's, Pluto is kind of like the fiber that binds us. Um, everything else stems from our true core and Pluto rules that true core. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to move right along, but I really want to encourage anybody who is struggling, who is listening to this podcast and struggling with anything like this, contact me. We can chat. We can look in your chart. We can help you to become responsible because it's not easy. It's all fine while I'm sitting on a comfy couch talking about this, but I'm feeling almost shaky because if I look back at what happened last year, I don't want to say that I could have avoided it, but I could have avoided it. Okay. But I and, needed and that through self-awareness. So yeah. all of these, everything that you're telling us, yeah. we can move through, uh, I don't, I've lost the words, more easily, yeah. is that the correct grammatical way of saying it? The more aware we are, the easier it is. Right, because things are always going to keep happening yes. to us. Bad and the more disconnected happening. we are, the more life is going to make you break your ankle. Correct. Or have the car accident. Whatever, or, it, right. whatever it is. Right, right, exactly. And that's what Pluto does. It, it's, it's not a little light breeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hurricane. It's not a light little transformation. No, it's capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you will feel that at the end of the month. And this is why I keep stressing to be kind because it, it just comes. It comes, it comes, and it's, yeah, it, it hurts. Okay. Um, also, we are in a, the society we have grown up in, and this is why it's so important to be how we raise our kids these days is we are taught to not look at those dark things. Um, I mean, even if, you, even if you think of our parents and their views just on sexuality, which is, interestingly enough is something that Pluto rules as well. You know, if, I don't know about anybody else's parents, but certainly how I was brought up and my whole family, your vagina was not your vagina. It was called all sorts of other weird little odd names, you know, and you didn't talk about that. Yes, of course. But hello, it's a huge part of who we are. And now immediately that's been like, whoa, I've got to keep this, I've got to keep this hidden secret, and I've got to yeah. keep it a secret. And, and that's actually so damaging. And I know that our parents meant well and they also just, that's how they were raised. But we have to become real because by, the more real we become, the less Pluto influences us because he's going, ah, good job guys, you're okay, awesome. Because that's all the energy wants you to do. It 
doesn't want to come and whack you off no. your feet, but it's going to because the end result, it's you've grown. You've become the jewel instead of the little piece of coal, right? And so that's the point, okay? But it is not easy, so please reach out. Reach out to people. Um, Pluto energy is when people can become very suicidal, and this is a topic for a whole another day, but this is why I'm saying reach out to people. It's that not easy, okay? okay. And then also just be aware of people around you. Absolutely. You if you see somebody struggling, times. absolutely. You have no idea what a hug could do to somebody, or a smile, or just a, man, I love those shoes, you know? And I relate this, an easy way to look at this is if you think when you're having a really bad time and you have a conversation with a friend and just that conversation has lifted you so much, that's exactly it. That's exactly how heavy some things can become. Saturn then goes retrograde on the 29th. Bless us. Saturn is our taskmaster. Very serious, very, very serious. But amazing rewards, okay? Uh, always when we look in our charts, so astrologers... I don't, but traditionally astrologers will say this is our, what's it called, maleficent planet, right? Okay. It's, a, it's, it's known as a baddie, which again gives it such a bad name because it rewards us. Mm -hmm. If we just learn the lessons it wants to teach us or that we've set out to teach because astrology says you have actually, <laughs> you have chosen this path, right, to learn whatever it is that you need to get through this life. So Saturn, when people, when I say to people it's our lessons, I can see this like, because oh, we seem to automatically think that lessons mean we've been bad and it's going to be so difficult, but it's not. I'll give you a quick example because I, I, I don't want to be too heavy, <laughs> although I think it's important for people to be real with these things that are happening. But um, so I'll give you an example of, of me. It's my, my, my natal Saturn is in Leo. Leo is all about being in the spotlight, being the performer, wanting the sun it's, uh, to shine on them. It is ruled by the sun. When it's in Saturn, that becomes restricted. However, I love to sing and I really should be on stage. And so therefore, if I got over that fear and learned that lesson of going, you know what, if you just work hard at this, you can go on stage. I could very well be the next Lady Gaga. So that's the kind of rewards you get from okay, it. Okay. So, so in other words, um, we are booking you in at the music kitchen on the 29th. <laughs> yeah. Correct. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Yes, right? that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. And so for you, I know yours is in Cancer, which is all about creating a family because it would it, Saturn would restrict that, so you'd have that fear: Can I do it? Can I? Will I be a good mom? Uh, 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 uh. But if you do it, you create a beautiful family, which you have. <laughs> So, 29? 29, go on a family outing. <laughs> Tell them all what to do. Okay. Because it's, it's learning, right? Saturn is always teaching. Teaching, teaching, teaching. It's our teacher. So, what a Saturn retrograde, which will last till plus minus the 18th of September. Okay. Okay. And the reason why these last so long is so that you can understand is because they're outer planets. So, they orbit longer where mercury is always only about two to three weeks because it's very close to earth okay okay so just to put it in that kind of perspective and saturn wants you again it's inward looking so it wants you to relook at your long-term goals it wants you to relook how are you working towards them um and your responsibilities saturn is always about your responsibilities so for me as a leo uh, saturn my responsibility is to have fun <laughs> which sounds kind of counter, but that's the thing, okay? So uh, your responsibility would be um, to have that family love and to, to, to not go through life and not experience that, okay? So, so it, I mean, it's actually so beautiful, the rewards we get. But it, it asks you to become serious. So this whole month is looking, this whole year has been looking at looking inwards and getting real. And, but when you have Saturn retrograde, April is a very important month because... Um, you know, we've done the prep work for the race, now we're at the line. Okay, so now how are we going to run this race? When are we going to have our first drink of water? When are we going to do the burst of energy? So it's about getting real. Yeah. It's about getting clear on what it is that you're wanting to do. It's about harnessing yeah. uh, that and it's moving forward. And I think also maybe not so much about becoming clear because other energies are helping us to become clear when okay. it comes to the retro. When you get the clarity though to take the action. Yes. Yes, and how are you going to long-term sustain this? So it's that, it's those areas more. How are you going to, when, what is your responsibility within this, okay. et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, also, an interesting thing with Saturn retrograde, um, and I, I, I would encourage you to be aware of this at the end of the month, is uh, it asks you to look at your relationships with men, which is a very interesting thing, even for men. So it's not a woman yes. and, and my husband, it's everybody. Um, because Saturn is the father. Okay. We would look at it like that. Um, and that is a very, that's a very freeing thing. I know it can sound almost random, oh, look at your relationship with men, but that's a very freeing thing, especially as a woman. If you look at how um, globally we are really moving away from the patriarchy and the divine feminine is really coming back in. So to have the opportunity to look and to really think about how I relate with men and to men and what they mean to me and how they affect me becomes a very freeing, not just for women, but I'm speaking now particularly about women. Um, for us to not take a different role, but to fill more of our roles. Okay, because I know that traditionally women, we aren't that open necessarily. It's not always easy to be that open at home with our husbands. Oh, these are my plans, I'm doing this, this, and this. We go and chat to our girlfriends about that. Okay, and vice versa, it's, it's a communication thing. But when you have the opportunity with a Saturn retrograde to, to look at those relationships, you can set your own bar higher. And by that I mean even your boundaries. You know what? I'm sick of not being able to talk to you about this. I'm not going to say this to you. And you're going to accept that. Okay. okay. Um, and that is that. Is that. But it's a very capital letter, that. <laughs> it's a big month. Um, it is a big month. It's a big year. <laughs> I want to just quickly, before we sign off, I want to just bring everybody's attention back to what I think our very first podcast was about, the, cos the Cosmic Order yes. and Aries and Chiron. And I want you to, to remember, really, really remember that at the end of the day, you are so divine. You are so divine. And life is not about suffering and struggling and not having and wanting and missing out on those things happen in life but that is not life life no. is about joy it's coming here and having a human experience and having fun and our natural state of being is divine exactly and yes you you're laying down all these uh possibilities and all these energies that are going to be moving through this month but the truth is that we can connect in at any time mm, absolutely and really absolutely. just connect into our magic and these are also just reminders mm. Um, you know what, you're a divine being. Have a look at this aspect of yourself. You know what, oh, what about looking at how you communicate because then you can optimize that. That's, yeah. that's exactly what all this is about. We, we, that's why the podcast is called Divine, divine by Design. design. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, because we forget that. Yeah. I think before we started the po podcast, I think is when I was telling you about that I feel sometimes that, um, which is natural, we all do, but you know, the kind of sort of spiritual level I like to think in or move in is not necessarily my everyday life. So, um, yeah, please remember that you are divine. And anything that happens this month to you that you feel is heavy and hard and difficult, I don't want to say change that because you're feeling that, but remember that the outcome is for your happiness. Perfect. Thank you, Nadine. And, and happy April. <laughs> yes, and happy April. And remember mm -hmm. that you can reach out to Nadine. Uh, it's nadinechironio.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do a podcast every week. So we look forward to you joining in on the next podcast. And then we also have a Divine by Design Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So you guys are welcome to post any questions or comments through the month of April or at any time. Mm -hmm. And uh, both Nadine and I will be there and, and yeah. we'll be able to support you in yeah, whatever absolutely. way that we can. Absolutely. Sending love. Bye.